Good morning, everyone, and welcome to my podcast. Today we are in Acts 28, and I um, just have something so special that the Lord has laid on my heart to share with you. Um, Let's start with prayer. Dear God, thank you so much for just loving us and for always being there with us, Lord God. Thank you for sharing your faithfulness with us. Thank you that even in the midst of pain and suffering in our world, Lord God, we don't have to be a slave to that. We can put on your joy, your peace, your your kindness every single day, Lord God, your goodness. We can choose that and we don't have to be a slave to the pain and suffering of this world. Lord God, as we just walk through Paul's story, um, getting as you get him to Rome, I pray that you would just open our eyes, open our hearts, open our ears. Let us truly listen and take away something that we can really expand on in our lives, Lord God, so that we can experience the joy that comes from you. I love you, God, and I thank you. I'm I'm so blessed to be able to do this, and I just thank you for um, giving this to me and to share with others. In your holy name I pray, amen. Acts 28. After we were brought safely through, we then learned that the island was called Malta. The native people showed us unusual kindness, for they kindled a fire and welcomed us all, because it had begun to rain and was cold. When Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and put them on the fire, a viper came out because of the heat and fastened on his hand. When the native people saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, No doubt this man is a murderer. Though he was has escaped from the sea, justice has not allowed him to live. He, however, shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. They were waiting for him to swell up or suddenly fall down dead. But when they had waited a long time and saw no misfortune come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was God. I'm going to stop right there um, for a moment and go ahead and unpack that. You know, Paul was bitten by a viper and he shook it off into the fire. And they, his perception um, to the, the islanders were he was a murderer. And then it changes to, oh, he must be a god. And how quickly that that changed. And it just made me think like when bad things come up, you have a choice on how you respond. You can freak out and start running and screaming in pain. You can get bitter that it happened to you. You can let the pain change and harden your heart towards things and people. If a snake comes at me and bites me, like that's going to be a moment I remember for the rest of my life. And I can let that the way that I, I react to it, I mean, I don't think that I would be staying calm and just shake it into the fire. I can um, definitely say that that would not be me. So we have a choice and like we can we can let these things harm us and and really change our lives or we can just shake it in the fire. You can stay calm knowing that God has already shook whatever it is that is causing us pain, into the fire. He's already done that. And continue on in the abundant love that he has for us. It's our choice in how we respond. One way leads to chaos and more pain and humiliation. People probably looking at you like, 
girl, you crazy. Why are you getting so crazy over a snake bite? And then the other is, you know, that it, it's just immature handling things like that. Because in our life, it's, it's not a, a snake that's biting us. It's something more subtle, you know. It's, it's staying calm and maturely just handling whatever it is that's coming at us. Shake it in the fire. Stay calm, whatever the pain is. You know, you have to process your emotions. I'm not saying ignore it, but shake it off in the fire and then bring that, that peace the comfort, the patience, the joy. You don't have to live in that chaos. I mean, yes, the pain hurt, but you deal with it. Shake it in the fire, deal with it and move on. Don't let don't let the bitterness and the pain and the 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 heart like your heart grow, you know, bitter towards this. Um so let's keep going. I just wanted to pause and break that out cuz I thought that was so good. So, Now, in the neighborhood, this is, we're still in Acts 28. Now, in the neighborhood of that place were lands belonging to the chief man of the island named Publius, who received us and entertained us hospitably for three days, it happened that the father of Publius lay sick with fever and dysentery, and Paul visited him and prayed, and putting his hand on him, healed him. And when this had taken place, the rest of the people on the island who had diseases also came and were cured. They also honored us greatly, and when we were about to sail, they put on a, a they put on board whatever we needed. So I'm gonna stop again. Um, I just wanna this like really stop and picture this. Like this man is dying, and Paul just goes and lays his hands on this man, and once the people see that. Paul lays his hands on this people on this man and that he's healed. They're like, oh, I want that too. I'm I have pain and I want to be healed as well. And the thing is, is that the people that came to him, they had faith because they saw the the first man be healed. And do you have faith that you can lay whatever it may be that is afflicting you at the feet of Jesus? And you can experience true healing. You can, you can, like you really can. You can lay down your addiction. You can lay down your mental health issues. You can lay down your chronic pain. You can lay down your financial crisis. You can lay down anything that comes up to cause you pain. Take it all and lay it at the feet of Jesus and watch him work. I know he will do this for you. I know it. I I promise he will do it. Wait expectantly and pray earnestly while you wait. You may have to be patient. So I urge you, no matter what, do not pick it back up. Once you lay it down, leave it there. If it comes back to your mind over and over and over, just keep laying it down. Laying it down. God, I'm not going to worry about this because you've already defeated this. I'm not going to pick this back up because you've already overcome it. And trust that he is in control and let him do a work in you, through you, and around you. And I promise you will experience the healing, loving, grace, peace bringing joy that he can give you and wants to give you and wants, wants to just like abundantly overwhelm you with his amazing grace in that. All right, so now we're going to keep going. 
After three months, we set sail in a ship that had wintered into the in the island, a ship of Alexandria with the twin gods as a figurehead, putting it in at Syracuse. We stayed there for three days, and from there we made a circuit and arrived at Regum. And after one day, a south wind sprang up, and on the second day we came to Puloti. There we found brothers and were invited to stay with them for seven days. <gasps> Excuse me. And so we came to Rome. And the brothers there, when they heard about us, came as far as the Forum of Apius and three taverns to meet us. On seeing them, Paul thanked God and took courage. And when we came into Rome, Paul was allowed to stay by himself with the soldier who guarded him. I want to stop right there for a second. Paul is in Rome and he thanked God and took courage. What everyone feared was a death sentence to come to Rome. Paul is experiencing that he had to go there to share with the Romans. They were, they wanted to hear from him that the Lord Jesus is the Messiah and the good news is for them. So let's keep going. After three days, he called together the local leaders of the Jews. And when they had gathered, he said to them, Brothers, though I had done nothing against our people or the customs of our fathers, yet I was delivered as a prisoner from Jerusalem into the hands of the Romans. When they had examined me, they wished to set me at liberty, because there was no reason for the death penalty in my case. But because the Jews objected, I was compelled to appeal to Caesar, though I had no charge to bring against my nation. For this reason, therefore, I have asked to see you and speak with you, since it is because of the hope of Israel that I am wearing this chain. And they said to him, We have received no letters from Judea about you, and none of the brothers coming here has reported or spoken any evil about you. But we desire to hear from you what your views are, for with regard to this sect, we know that everywhere it is spoken against." When they had appointed a day for him, they came to him at, at his lodging in, in greater numbers. From morning till evening, he expounded to them, testifying to the kingdom of God and trying to convince them about Jesus, both from the law of Moses and from the prophets. And some were convinced by what he said, but others disbelieved. And disagreeing among themselves, they departed after Paul had made one statement. The Holy Spirit was right in saying to your fathers through Isaiah the prophet, Go to this people and say, You will indeed hear, but never understand, and you will indeed see, but never perceive. For this people's heart has grown dull, and with their ears they can barely hear, and their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart, and turn, I would heal them. Therefore, let it be known to you that this salvation of God has been sent to the Gentiles. They will listen. He lived there two whole years at his own expense and welcomed all who came to him, proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. The last thought that I want to leave you with is pain drives us to our destiny. And our destiny is a true healing and abundant life in Christ Jesus. I hope you all have a wonderful week. I hope that you're encouraged. I hope that you're blessed. And I love you guys so much. Thank you.